everyone, and welcome back to Sugar Pills, a practical guide to self-care. And before we dive into today's episode, which is an interview with the author, Marlon Diaz, I wanted to quickly remind you to rate and subscribe and review the podcast and take a quick screenshot of your review email it to me at info at candywashington.com. That's in the show notes if you, you know, need to grab it. And I will send you a free self-care gift as a thank you. Don't forget to tag me at Candy Washington in your Instagram post of your aha moments and of you listening to the podcast. And I will show you some love back and repost you. Join our Patreon self-care tribe and check out the More Than Enough, the self-love course, Again, all that info is in the show notes. And without further ado, here is my interview with Marlon Diaz. Hey, everyone. I wanted to welcome Marlon Diaz to the Sugar Pills podcast, A Practical Guide to Self-Care. And Marlon is pretty impressive. She is a holistic and clinical nutritionist, wellness educator, and author of the new book, Beyond Radiant, The Modern Woman's Guide to Health, healing and happiness in midlife. She's also been working in the field of food, health and nutrition for over 25 years and has been coaching clients through successful transformation at some of LA's top integrative medical centers in her own nutrition practice for the last 14 years. So I'm super excited to just get all of her goodies and insights because I think this is such a relevant and timely topic, especially just, of course, women in, in midlife, but just women in particular right now, we're always givers and healers. So it's nice to, to receive that, that healing and, and peace back to ourselves. So welcome, Marlon. Thank you, Candy. I'm so delighted to be here with you and your audience. Thanks. Um, I guess I wanted to get started with what was really your personal inspiration behind writing the book? Like what really made you say, this is the story that I, I have to tell. These are the insights I have to give. So that's a great question. Really, I wanted to give back and I wanted to share with women the wisdom that I've had through the years, the knowledge and the success stories that I've been witness to, the miracles through coaching clients, I guess you could say it's like the heroine's journey. So I've experienced life. There's been a lot of bumps and obstacles along the way and a lot of learning. And for me, it really felt like time to give back and share it all. I love that. I, I love that the spirit of giving back because I feel that sometimes we want to hold on to our story either because of shame or just because we feel like no one else would really like identify with it. But I think when you come from that place of this is the wisdom I've had, these are the experiences that I've gotten, you know, I'm going to share that with other people. So then other women can go, you know, me too. Like I've dealt with that as well. I've been struggling with that as well. And it's just, you know, great to create that community of around, like we've all, like we're all in this together. So I think that's really powerful. And that's a great intention that you have. A hundred percent candy. And I just want to touch on that for a moment. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I would say years ago, I would, I was not in a place to be able to share some of the things that I've shared in this book. And it has been a journey of releasing shame and getting clear that sharing our stories does help each other rise up. And as women, there is a huge movement around that now. So the Me Too movement, it's just been this 
beautiful unfolding. And so I think you just hit on something powerful that it does when we share our stories and we share tips and nuggets to help each other just flourish in life. We help all of us collectively and all ships and all women rise together. So thank you for touching upon that. Absolutely. And, and, and thank you for, you know, sharing in the book and, you know, with your clients and through your extremely impressive career, you know, just having someone to, to bear witness to your story, I think is also extremely healing. So just thank you for that. And I love how you say like the radiant woman, you know, what does she look like? How does she show up in her life each day? Like what habits does she have? And you're like, she's not perfect, but she's for <laughs> blossoming work in progress. And I'm just like, yes, 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 yes to that. Cause I think particularly as women, we have this false illusion that we have to be perfect all the time and that we have to be performing all the time. So do you wanna talk a little bit more about what is your vision for the radiant woman? Definitely. So chapter one in my book is called The Radiant Woman. And that really came from, again, the heroine's journey going back to my own teenage years of stuffing things down through emotional eating, through stuffing emotions down, from feeling shame, and then a slow unfolding of looking for the keys to wellness and weight loss and trying every diet and figuring it all out and eventually finding the keys that I was looking for and pretty much like a little bit along the way, but really came to a, a real big moment was in 2007 when I was working at an integrative medical center in LA and learned about cleansing and detoxing and food and anti-inflammatory foods and just the whole picture came together. So from that place, I personally was able to step into more of my radiance. And then I've watched so many clients step into theirs and watch miracles happen through changing their food, changing their mindset, implementing a few supplements or lifestyle rituals. And so the miracles and watching these success stories unfold, my vision for the radiant woman is she's fierce, she's fabulous. She has a smile and a skip in her step and joy in her heart. But is she perfect? No. Is she an ever blossoming project in the making in her own world? Yes. And again, that was from my own personal experience of moving through triumphs, moving through obstacles and watching women that I coach and counsel the same thing. It's like, we're, we're all in this together, having our own personal journeys, but I've watched people find their joy through, mm -hmm. you know, taking back their power and really stepping into a different kind of a lifestyle that supports their well-being in a more radiant way. Yeah, I love that that you talk about, you know, like a supportive lifestyle and I also love that you touched upon, you know, mindset when it comes to body and food and overall wellness. I know personally, I used to struggle with thinking, you know, well when I reach this goal weight, then I will be worthy of love, you know, then I'll be perfect, then I'll be worthy of success or whatever it is. And I had to really shift my own mindset and think, no, that's unhealthy thinking. The truth is I love myself, therefore I take care of myself. And so I take care of myself by, you know, eating, you know, healthy foods and, you know, drinking really good beverages that are good for me and, and it's really, taking care of my health in a holistic way. So it was really shifting that mindset from, if I do this, then I'll be worthy of love to, 
I'm already worthy of love. And these are the ways that I'm going to show myself that I love myself. And so I really love that you talk about, you know, having that shift in your mindset and really creating that, you know, lifestyle of, of healthy habits and thinking patterns for the radiant woman. And then you also touched upon, um, you know, like weight loss or, you know, food that we eat. Do you want to talk a little bit about the aging metabolism and like, what does that mean? What does that entail? And, and I'm not quite there yet. So like, what can we um, look forward to, or what can we do now? And for the people that that are there, like, what can they start doing? Yes, uh, absolutely. And before I touch upon that, I just want to acknowledge you for having this platform and everything that you just (laughs) shared and your whole Yes, and your whole theme about self-care is sexy. You know, I just mm-hmm. really acknowledge you. And we need we need leaders in the world to just pave the way, whether we're in our 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s. So, you know, as long as we're on this planet, we're all gonna walk through midlife at some point, right? So that's why I set this book up with chapter three is all about the aging metabolism. So we can actually start including some of these things in our 20s and 30s you know we don't have to be in midlife but if we are in midlife like i am now i wish i had some of these nuggets years ago and some of them include and this is just general health and wellness you know really just good habits in general basically to really just start being mindful of the sugars we're bringing in and when I mean sugars, it could also mean fruits and mm. wine or things that break down into sugar because sometimes, especially during the holidays or stressful times that we're all going through right now with you know the world being different, it's so easy to want to get a quick fix and to reach for something sweet and sugary and, and to kind of, sometimes that helps us expand or calm down. So the idea is not to eliminate anything except if it's unhealthy for you and like chemicals or really bad processed foods. But the idea is to be mindful about it and to have balance and to start eating so we can support our cellular health. And how do we do that? Some of the best tips and sharing I can offer today is to create our snacks and meals around blood sugar balancing meals and snacks. So what does that look like? Fat, healthy fats, fiber and protein. That's what I teach my clients. That's what changed my life in general to really start implementing like balance. Let me give you an example. So say you like um, fruit, you can add a little nuts to it or almond butter. So a snack that you might like is figs and almond butter and adding a little, you know, many of us have been fat phobic in the past and fat is can be really good for our brain health and calm and our nervous system. So really good fats, like really good olive oil and avocados and macadamia nuts, you know, a small handful of macadamia nuts can be so delicious and crunchy and soothing and, and very balancing. So we talk about the aging metabolism. It's just really watching what we're bringing into our body because we also in midlife, we get more sensitive, many of us to to the sugars and our blood sugar can get off balance. There's something called insulin resistance where, and for many it's, it equals weight loss resistance. And it's where the cells don't respond as well to the insulin. And we need insulin to help the glucose, which is the energy that runs the body, the fuel. We need insulin is like the key that unlocks the door to the cell to allow it to go in and to be utilized as energy. 
Otherwise, if the cell is rejecting it, it could be stored in our fat cells. And we wanna be mindful of that too. I'm gonna to pause there because there's a lot more I can, do you want me to keep going into that? You wanna talk about anything that I just shared? Yeah, so we can, we can definitely take a pause there. And I just wanted to say, I love how you're talking about, you know, having that balance of like, you know, good fatty foods and just everything to really support your body on a cellular level. I think that's really important because I think, especially when we're dieting or like trying to lose weight, we will restrict ourselves. Like I'm not going to eat carbs. I'm not going to eat dairy. Like, and it's almost like you're punishing your body. And I love that you talk about in, like including everything, but in a healthy and strategic way. And also just being mindful of the food that you're eating. It just, for me, I try to do more of um, intuitive eating. Like I had started really cutting back on me and like really cutting back on carbs. And I noticed that my eyes were turning, I was getting dark circles under my eyes. And I was like, what is this? Like, I've never had dark circles before. And I was like, oh, because I'm not eating enough meat. So it was, mm -hmm. my body was telling me like, you need, like, you need more red meat. Like you think you're cutting it out. You think you're being super healthy, but like, that's not actually what my body needs. So I love how you're talking about really, you know, being intuitive and being mindful and like listening to what your body needs, because everyone shouldn't stop eating dairy. Everyone shouldn't stop eating meat. You just have to really find out what is it that your body needs to, fo to, to perform at its highest level. So I really love that you um, touched upon that. And then also you're correct. Like I'm excited that I have your book and I'm going to share it with all my friends because, you know, prevention is always the best medicine. So we don't want to get there and like wish we had started before so we can start implementing, you know, your guidance and your tools now. And then when we get there, we'll be like, we've been doing this for years. We got it. A hundred percent. Yeah. So that's super super exciting. And did you have any other insights you wanted to share around the aging metabolism or just, you know, healthy eating habits or, or patterns? I mean, you just touched upon, it's never too early to start, right? Like we, even in the radiant woman chapter one, there's a little radiant tip that I share about sharing it with your kids or young adults. So we can start this at any time implementing healthy habits. Cause it's really about sustainable wellness. And so the better we set ourselves, yeah, sustainable yeah. wellness. So we set ourselves up for success early on. And so we hope that our bodies will maintain a strength and, you know, vigor and vitality about them as we go through the aging process. And to your point on, to, on like intuitive eating chapter, I think it's chapter five. Mm -hmm. I talk about, um, actually it's chapter six. Marlon's method for midlife, one of the one of the areas is intuitive eating. And I'm so right there with you that our bodies are all so individual. So it's something called bio-individuality is what might be a great food for me might be a poison for someone else. So it doesn't mean that dairy is not good for everyone or gluten. We just have to really start to use the experiments of finding out what, what's good for us. Sometimes it's taking gluten out for a week or dairy out for a week. Do we feel better? Adding meat in, do our eye circles go away? Do we have more energy? Cause maybe you need some iron, right? So exactly, yeah. right. It's, yeah. it's really an individual and we've 
kind of been sold a bill of goods. And for most people, they get overwhelmed. Like, what the heck should I eat? Right. <laughs> so <laughs> no, exactly. And and I love that you that that you bring that up because I think that also goes back to our mindset around, you know, eating and also what our body should look like. Cause I think it starts with that. I think you're right. We have been sold a bill of goods of our body should be thin. Our body should be tiny. We should be super skinny. Like all of these things that just maybe are not what our healthiest, strongest versions of our body should look like. So it's like when you're trying to like change your body to look like someone or something else that it authentically doesn't need to look like or should look like, then Mm -hmm. yeah, of course you're going to you're going to be putting stress on it. And of course you're not going to be healthy. And of course it's just not going to actually work. So I love that you talk about sustainable wellness where it's how can I create, you know, healthy thinking patterns, healthy eating patterns that's going to sustain my overall health and wellness for the long term. And it definitely starts with that mindset of I don't need to look like this person on Instagram. I don't need to look like this person on the cover of Vogue. I need to figure out what is the the highest, healthiest, strongest version of me? And sometimes, hundred percent. And sometimes that's <laughs> having thighs, that's having hips, that's a little bit of this, it's a little bit of that, and really just embracing what is the highest version of me. And right. I, and that's what all of these diets try to have us do. They have us don't eat this, don't drink that. You know, go seven days without this. Be, trying to obtain an unattainable body. And like, mm-hmm. and, that, and I really start with that mindset where it's, if I can accept the way I am supposed to look, then, then I can accept, you know, honoring my body with like nutritious food that's right for me. So I really love that you touch upon all of, all of those points. And yeah, I, so, yeah. yeah. Okay. I just wanted to say that that's, that's why I wrote this book. That's another deep reason exactly mm-hmm. why I wrote this book, because what I was finding in my practice that so many women, especially as when they were hitting midlife because their hormones were changing, their body wasn't responding in the same way. There was a sense of overwhelm and they lost their joy and they lost their way. And it was hard to embrace their body as it changed and the idea of what to eat. So bringing it back to a basic Mediterranean lifestyle, Mm. maybe eliminating certain inflammatory foods for a while to just like heal and also to just come back to acceptance of the sense of vitality and wellness and energy and, you know, excitement that we have for life each day, that is priceless, right? So it's not all great. We want to fit in our skinny jeans and look (laughs) fabulous. Who doesn't? That's awesome. But at what expense, right? So it's also embracing like healthy habits, healthy mindset, going back to just living each day in the best and most radiant way we can. And some days that might look like three things you get done and you're tired, but you're giving yourself permission to take a nap because you didn't sleep well the night before. And other days it might be, you're doing so much for yourself and for your business and your family. The idea also is what are you putting in your body? What are you putting on your body and how are you treating yourself each day? And that's a big piece of it. Yeah, no, it, it really is. It's like really just making intentional time for yourself every day. Like that's really the trick. Just knowing that like your own well-being is your first and best priority and really just taking the time out to take care of yourself every day. And I also really love um, 
that your book is targeted in a very particular way, of course, like, you know, at any stage of our life, we can have it, but you, you speak to women in midlife. And I love that because a lot of times with, you know, books that are geared toward like, you know, anti-aging, you know, mm-hmm. get your groove back, you know, <laughs> like all this stuff that it's always talking about trying to reclaim some illusion of the past, you know, yeah. like, 20 years younger, you know, um, lose 10 pounds. And like you said, fit into your old skinny jeans, but like, who wants that? You know, like, I feel like as women, we need to really claim every phase and season of our life. Like, I don't want to go backwards. I want to, like we were saying before, like, I want to look like the most radiant version of myself in this season of my life. And so I really love that you like hone in on that. And I think that that's going to be so empowering to so many women because nothing really speaks to them for where they are in their life. Everything is like, take 10 pounds off and look 20 years. Like, no, how about you just look your most radiant self for this season of your life and own that, you know, in the power of now. So I really love that your book you know, really speaks to women for exactly where they are. And then you also give other women the tools to get to that place of, of, of loving exactly where they are. So that's something that I really took away from your book was just love the season you're in and don't try to go back in the past. Yes, work on, do preventative measures and take care of yourself now, you know, so your future self will thank you. But Honor, honor where you're at and let that be enough. So I, I really love that about yes. book. I'm giving you a high five. Yes, <laughs> high five I high five. And, um, <laughs> I'm going to hire you as my PR person to go around and share about the book because I love the way you just phrased everything. Thank yes. you. And you you're are awesome. spot on. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm, just give, I'm just sharing the cliff notes, guys. <laughs> And you know, honestly, Candy, I had this event last year. It was, uh, I did it twice. It was called Project Radiance. Mm -hmm. And one was in January, one was last September. And I had a photographer there, the second one, who was actually in her 30s. And she said to me, Marlon, because the the event was for women in midlife. And so there were probably about 40 women there. I would say ages, you know, in their 40s to 60s, mid 60s. But the photographer, Kayla, was in her 30s. And she said, Marlon, you really should do an event where you have younger generation, older generation come together because we can all learn from each other. You guys, you have some wisdom. We have a different view on life. We need to learn from you so we know what we're you know, moving into. And it's just like, I believe maybe in these older tribes, they used to do that too, right? Where the, we respected the women of age because they had the wisdom and there's something nice of being around youthfulness too, right? So it's just like, this is a beautiful conversation. It reminds me of that, just this tribal form coming together and sharing. And, mm-hmm. and yes, I think that the book for me, really writing it was exactly what you're saying to say, you know, and myself too, just, just to say, it's okay. You can look at pictures of yourself and just say, yes, that was a great season. 
you know, your body looked like that, you were doing that, but how do you want to embrace this time? What do you want to create in your life? And, and really put that out there for other women to start asking those questions to themselves. Maybe your kids have gotten older or you're not, even with, you know, this time where the season we're in now, maybe you're not working in the same way you did, but there's always that place within us as humans that we get to like ask these questions and get to renew, reclaim, re recreate and create. So it's like, and we can change at any moment. We can change what we're eating. We can change how we're thinking. We can change our lifestyle. We don't have to be stuck in the same old patterns. Sometimes it takes listening to a podcast to just remember that, right? Some little inspiration. Oh, absolutely. And, and I think you're, I think you really hit on something with the younger generation and the older generation coming together. That is, that is so correct. That is so tribal and it's so, and it's such community where elders used to be, you know, respected and, and getting to a certain age was to be revered, not feared. And and that's how, you know, cultures would pass down traditions and even like remedies, you know, just through storytelling. Like, this is how we did it. This is what we did. And I also think what I love about your book and in your story and everything that you're doing is that it, it allows women to look forward to something, look forward mm. to growing into their wisdom, you know, growing into their experiences rather than feeling like they're aging or getting older. It's like we can rewrite the narrative on our lives and we can have something to look forward to because I think a lot of women at any age can even get like depressed or get anxiety or get down on themselves or have low self-esteem because we're being fed this false narrative that somehow we depreciate with age. Mm-hmm, definitely. That men become distinguished <laughs> with age. Right. And it's ridiculous. It's like, no, we are, we are fine wine. We don't depreciate with age. We just get better with age. You know, we get filled right. with age, you know? It's like, come on. And I think I get that, I really get that philosophy from my mom. Like she would really just like talking to her about like, I can talk to her about like, we have a really, really strong relationship. So I can talk to her pretty much about anything. And she would always teach me, she would always tell me like getting old is a blessing. She was like, if you're lucky to get old, she's like, think about the people who don't. And so I've yeah. always really thought of, of it in that way where it's like, I don't fear getting old, but I, I think I'm, I'm blessed to get old. It's a blessing to have it's that. It's a total blessing and a gift. Yeah. And, and I do also believe we need more people out in the world like the Jane Fondas or, you know, yes. right? Renee Brown, midlife <laughs> and, 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 and 60s and 70s. And just, you know, it's, it's great. Like to yeah. know what's coming ahead and what can we do? And again, coming back, Really, what can we do now, whether we're 20, 30, 40, 50, 70, what can we do each day to preserve ourselves, to slow the aging process down, to embrace our, our vitality and longevity? And I really believe it comes back to what foods are we putting in our body? Are we putting in too much alcohol or sugar? You know, are we eating too much junk or processed foods? There's like a time and a place to have your favorite indulgences, but there's also the everyday eating of, of real food, of, <laughs> of some raw foods and some cooked foods and eating seasonally, 
what are we what are we tapping into each day in our movement um and i know the holiday seasons are you know the holiday seasons coming up so i just want to offer Mm-hmm. A little tip that's in, in my book also that I just, I share this with clients all the time. It's called the three bite rule because, and, and I'm not all about rules, but sometimes it's good to have some tips and tools in our bag as we move into this season, especially. So the three bite rule is yes, if you want to have that cake or cookie or ice cream or whatever it is that you're, you know, that you're jonesing for, have have the first bite and then if it's good have a second it kind of acknowledges and the third bite locks it in but the fourth bite's diminishing returns Mm. and sometimes we just don't need to be in that gluttony to finish the whole pie or to finish the big cookie we can have a little bit and still feel satisfied like we didn't deprive ourselves and we had a little bit of indulgence right so just want to offer that kind of three bite rule it's something that my clients love and to also add in the good stuff, crowd out the unhealthy and elevate up where you can. So that's the ACE little, the ACE plan or the ACE tip. And that's ACE because we all like to ACE a test or a work project. So let's ACE our nutrition during this season and going into the next year as well. You know, a lot of times people starting in January. So why not start now and just add in the good, crowd out the unhealthy and elevate up. And where do we want to elevate up? So say, we like coffee, right? Like I love coffee. So my clients a lot of times love coffee and I just will let them know, have organic because many times coffee is highly sprayed with pesticides and why do we need to add more pesticides to our body? So have the best coffee, fair trade, organic that you can find or afford. Or if you like cookies, bake some with almond flour, coconut flour instead of processed. And so these are little tips. Some things are in the book for under radiant tips, but the idea is these little tips and tools help us each day to create a day of wellness. No, I, I love that. Cause, cause you get to indulge, but you're not overindulging either. Cause it's, you're not going to either extreme. You're not completely restricting yourself, but then you're also not overindulging. So I, I love that. It's a good strategy for the, especially for the holidays. Um, yeah. And I loved how you talked about how, you know, midlife is, is a time to stop, pause and pivot. Mm. Do you want to give any um, advice about that? Like, I know I'm not there yet, but the, the guy I'm dating is in midlife and sometime he needs to stop, pause and pivot. <laughs> right? Yeah. So like stop, pause and pivot is great for midlife, but it could be for anything, even right now, yeah. because all of us are in a season of change, right? This world is changing and our lives have definitely been influenced this year by it. So it is a time to stop, pause and pivot. I'll just, I'll take midlife for a moment and I look at it like the mountain. If you're kind of climbing, you know, the mountain of life and you get up to say a peak and you've raised kids or as I was sharing, maybe, you know, you're at a career that you no longer, no longer is inspiring you. Or I've had a client, she felt like she, wanted to lose 20 pounds, but she also wanted to find her joy because she had lost it along Mm -hmm. the way, raising kids and just so much going on in her life. So the idea is to just kind of slow down. And again, that's something we could all do at any time or any age to slow down, to reassess, 
to look around. Is this the life I want to be living? Are these the people I want to be hanging with? Is this relationship serving me? Am I showing up to my best life each day? Or am I just like on a roller coaster robot kind of feeling? And so stop pausing, pausing and pivot is to just to slow down, take some deep breaths and start getting clear. And we don't have to know all the answers either. If you do want to move out of a relationship and create a different life for yourself or change your career or create a new body for yourself, it could be one teaspoon of change, one baby step at a time, one thought that you write down and you take action on and just move forward from there, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so the idea is see where you're at, as you were talking, look where you wanna be for your future self and then start creating a roadmap on how to get there. Again, in my book, there's so many tips and tools and I do talk about you know, checking in, staying on track, pausing and pivoting, even taking tea breaks during the day can be a pause and pivot, right? It could be like, slow down, take a deep breath or three and check in with yourself, you know? Like sometimes a lot of us can be adrenaline junkies where we're just like going, 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 going. And that adrenaline is kind of feeding us, but we can get burnt out on that too. So I'm a big fan of slowing down and pausing and breathing. Yeah, I, I love that because a lot of times we are just on autopilot. Like we're mm-hmm. not being conscious and we're not being intentional. And I think when you stop, pause and pivot, just like you said, it creates intentionality around, you know, what you're doing, what you're eating, how you're feeling. So I think stop, pause and pivot is like the, the perfect trifecta, <laughs> especially during this time. And, and it's like you said, you know, you're worthy of your desires and it starts with a decision. So do you have any guidance on, on how to get to that decision if some people are kind of wavering with you know, their confidence and, and knowing that they're worthy of everything they want? Yes. Again, I believe it's stopping, pausing, using your pen and your paper the old-fashioned way Mm. is a great tool to sit down and just start writing writing your feelings out writing your thoughts writing words I think sometimes many of us get overwhelmed with the word journal like we think it's got to be some like format like I have a client right now we've been talking about journaling and she kept saying she was going to do it but she was really resistant and one day she just started and my, my whole thing and my whole intention with journaling is just, just sit down with pen and paper and just, it could be like three words you write. It could be just scribble. It could be, you know, profanity that you're just, cause you might want to get your <laughs> anger out and you just write yeah. that same word over and over and over. Right. And then you end up ripping it up and there's some release in that. I think clarity can come in different forms. Like chapter two is about clarity courage and commitment and it's called the three c's and clarity to whether it's start a new wellness journey whether it's to create a new relationship in your life whether it's to move you know to travel whatever it is that you want to create it starts with a bit of clarity so how do we get clarity clarity can come in many forms it can come while you're hiking 
Many times it comes in the shower. That's a great place to have <laughs> downloads, right? How many of yeah. us get those great downloads in the shower? Uh, you know, years ago, I'll just share this tidbit. Um, and a great aunt of mine was dating this gentleman who does a lot of creative work in the world. And he would say that, and I'm gonna see if I can remember them all, but the best places to get inspiration when you first wake up in the morning or from a nap, so have sometimes have a pen and paper next to you or a little pad or write things down because like sometimes you get these downloads when you first wake up in the shower, when we're driving in the car or when we're moving our body. Those are the most, like the best times for clarity and downloads. So downloads meaning like just something pops in your mind and you know, you get an inspiring thought yeah. Yeah. So it can just start there. That clarity can start there. And the other area where I share with clients and I do this myself every so often is write an ideal vision for yourself. And what that ideal vision is, is what you want your ideal life to look like. And that can be your body, your, your relationships, your, your home environment, your family that can start with writing down something as if it's happening now, but it's like you talked about earlier, I'm a big fan of that future self, right? So we wanna step into who we wanna become, but it starts with being in the now. So ideal vision is creating that ideal vision for yourself, that future self. So many times I'll start working with a client. I'll say, okay, it's three months from now. This has been a wildly successful journey. What's gonna show up? What is your, in three months from now, let's say it's March 1st, what do you look like? How are you waking up in the morning? What does your body look like? How's it feeling? What does your mindset look like? And you can write it all down as if it's happening. And from that place, that's where you, that's a great starting place. Oh, I love that. I absolutely, I love that. Cause you're, cause you're, you're actually like scripting your own life. Mm-hmm. So I love that. Yeah. That's a really, a really good one. Wow, you gave us so many good insights and tips. <laughs> so is there anything else you want to share with us? Any other tidbits or just, you know, if we only get one thing from our time together, what's that one special thing you really want us to take away? That you are worthy, that everyone that listening to this conversation today is worthy of their thoughts and desires and to release the beliefs that might be stopping you from getting what you truly want because you are worthy of what you want. It might take some time. It might require trust and patience and it might require pivoting onto a different road than you're on now and you are worthy. So keep that in your heart and in your spirit. And I'm really cheering you on. Oh, thank you so much. I, I, I really felt that. I felt that in my spirit and I'm excited for everyone listening to this to, to feel it as well. And I'll have links to your book in the show notes, but do you just wanna share with us one more time, you know, what your book is about, the name of your book, where they can find it and how they can connect with you. Again, I'll have all of this in the show notes guys, but just wanna get it from her. Definitely. So it's my book is Beyond Radiant, The Modern Women's Guide to Health, Healing, and Happiness in Midlife. It's available on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, 
There's also a beautiful publisher special on my website at marlinwellness.com. And my Instagram is marlinwellness. I'm sorry, marlinwellness. And I'm just really honored to be with you today, Candy, and your listeners. If anyone wants to reach out to me, please do. I invite you to just reach out. We can have a conversation. I hope this touches many today. And I'm really, really honored to have been able to share and to be here with you. And thank you for all that you are doing in the world and taking a stand and being a leader. I really appreciate all of your work in the world, Candy. Thank you. I, I received that and I appreciate you too. Thank you so much. Thank you.